0: It's July and it's officially summertime. The temperatures are starting to warm up and all of those heat-loving plants are going into the ground or maybe they're already in your garden. So now's the time to enjoy the really wonderful part of the year when the sun is shining and will give you some of those classic types of vegetables that you've been looking forward to all year, like the tomatoes, the melons, the squash, and even some of the okra. So let's get started. And I'm living the urban farmer life in the city. I'm fitting in farm life a little bit here and there and want to bring you along with me. I want to teach you everything I learned so that you can be successful and hopefully learn from my missteps. I'll let you know what I'm doing with this almost daily farming journal podcast. Let's hear what today's entry is going to be. course we're going to be talking about the master gardener list for what to sow and transplant in july now july is when things really start to warm up but i'll be totally honest with you when i take a look at these planting guides for los angeles county i always think about them in relationship to what we do here in long beach so long beach california is definitely cooler like sometimes when i go to work in the middle of los angeles i would expect it to be about 10 degrees warmer than what it is in long beach because it's close to the coastal area. It's closer to the beach. We're right by the LA River. And so we get a lot of breezes. And so when we are thinking about it being warm, it actually takes us probably another month before it totally heats up to the point that we can be growing things like watermelon and okra. And so I'm going to talk about what's listed here in the Master Gardener Guide. But I think I'm still going to be working off of the guide for June. And that means I'm still going to be planting some beans, which isn't listed here. But I just wanted to be totally honest with you because I'm not going officially by the guide actually when i take a look at this there are a lot of things that i'm planning on putting into little pots and putting into our greenhouse even though they're not listed here like tomatoes i actually like to do two batches of tomatoes i always have some that kind of grow and are seeded somewhere between december and january to get them up and running in little greenhouses or warmed with a little heating mat at the same time i usually wind up of course, because I'm just a seed addict, I wind up buying some different tomatoes and then putting those into little pots and trying to grow those. And so I have some tomato plants that were planted last year, grown from seed, but didn't actually go into the garden until the end of summer, which is probably like something like September. And those are the tomato plants that I've been picking fruit from as of a couple of months ago. So I do think that it is fun to test something that isn't necessarily listed and then record that and then let people know how it's going i should probably put together a little blog post so you guys can see how many cherry tomatoes we have at this let's go for what's actually listed so if you want to transplant in july hopefully these are things that you've already started from seed and that were listed in previous master gardener guides so transplanting in july are basil celery chard cucumbers dill kale leeks summer maturing lettuce melons okra green onions. Actually, I have some green onions that we just started from some seed I collected where I found a little seed head of some, I think they're like red bunching Japanese onions and they've already started, they germinated really well so I'm super excited that we found those. So there's a lot of ways that you can work with what you have and you can catch up by either buying some transplants or seedlings that you can get at the nursery. I actually bought some seedlings where each little bunch, I think something like 50 different little uh, seedlings that were from one little cell of a six pack. So that was amazing. I still have tons of green onions from that batch, even though the ducks have eaten them, the chickens have eaten them, but we had enough that we still have some for our little. Okay, let's get back to the list. White potatoes, pumpkins, summer savory, which I don't think I've ever had. New Zealand spinach, which I've grown, but for some reason I can never keep it growing. Summer and winter squash. So those are all those plants that you want to be transplanting now. And then sowing at the end of July. So this is when you're starting to think about those fall crops. So these are really fun to start. I actually, am not sure if I'm going to start these in little pots. I'd love to hear what you're going to do. I think you can also sow them directly into the ground, but you have to realize at the end of July, it's still going to be super duper hot. So if you're going to do that, I would have them in a slightly shaded area. Sow them in between plants that you're already watering, like your tomatoes, charred, and then that way, hopefully they'll stay moist enough that they don't croak out in the hot heat of the summer. So sowing at the end of July, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, especially the red and savoy types, carrots cauliflowers, celery, and kohlrabi. And out of that batch, the carrots and celery can do really well if you cover those with a board. It keeps them moist, it keeps them cool, and at the same time, it allows them to really germinate. You just have to remember to remove it after a week and just keep on checking underneath. Because once they start to germinate, you want to make sure that they are... Give a little bit of a light amount of mulch over them so that the ground doesn't totally dry out during the heat of the day, and then they'll do just fine. So the other thing you can do is put them in. little pots to get them started and then water from below. I found that has worked really well for me especially for the carrots. You want to also sow or transplant and we'll go over these flowers. We usually don't do the flowers because there's so many different other vegetables to plant but because during the summertime it's a little bit harder to start your vegetables there are um, a bunch of different flowers that do really well. So alyssum, celosia which is also called coxcomb, cosmos, forget-me-nots, african daisies also called i believe gonzanias marigolds nasturtiums we have nasturtiums growing all year round they just like self and are almost to the point that they're i wouldn't call them a nuisance but they they are volunteers there are portulaca, moss or sunrose salvia status verbenia and tons of zinnia seed to plant. And you can also transplant in July Fibers, Begonias, Calendula. We also have that used to be self-sowing. I haven't seen that in a while, so maybe I'll need to get some more of those seed. Chrysanthemums. I've always loved to have chrysanthemums. I usually have bought them. I used to see it, there was this nursery that would throw them away a lot and I'd, you know, dumpster dye for them. So we used to have a lot of chrysanthemums from that. But maybe I should buy some now. It's a great type of plant because it's bushy, so you can have lots of flowers at the same time they start from cutting and so that's a way to get a lot of different varieties. I don't know a lot of people with chrysanthemums lately so maybe I think about buying some of those since July is transplanting time for those. It's a very Japanesey and Chinesey thing to do and to have them in little flower pots. To continue transplanting in July for flowers, crepe myrtle, dahlias, daylilies, delphiniums which I think are just lovely, uh, dianthus, both pinks and sweet william. Foxgloves. I also love those. I have some of those that we have been growing from seed. Hibiscus. Hydrangeas. I'm not a big hydrangea fan. They require a lot of water. It's definitely not my type of thing for Southern California. Impatients. Also, they require a lot of water, so I wouldn't necessarily recommend those. Pence Demon. P-E-N-S-T-E-M-O-N. I don't know what those are, so we're gonna have to look those up. Petunias. which are also called coneflowers or black-eyed Susan. I saw this one picture from Baker Creek where they had this coneflower mix and it is just beautiful. So I am really excited to try that for next year. So maybe just to get the going, maybe I'll go out and buy some black-eyed Susan or coneflowers. And then the salvias. And I think we have enough salvias for right now. And then you can also fill in garden gaps in July with summer into fall bloomers. So we already talked about Alyssa, Celosia, Cosmia. Most petunias, portaluca, which I still don't know how to pronounce, red sage, vincas, and zinnias. And then dig and store bought spring blooming bulbs and tubers in July when their foliage is completely dry. So you want to make sure you're pulling those up dig and divide in June um, would have been your bearded iris clumps. So this is also the time when you're thinking about buying things. I've already received some of the fall catalogs so you can start thinking about what type of bearded irises you'd want to buy because they are going to be available for just a short amount of time if you're going to buy them from the catalogs. We'll probably do another episode about how to plan for bearded irises. I've always thought about them. We have some irises. They don't seem to be blooming. I got them from a And maybe we just need to invest in buying some of the little tubers this year. You can also do root cuttings in July for azaleas, the fibrous begonias that we just talked about, camellias, which are beautiful, Uh, carnations, not totally my thing, marguerite daisies, fuchsias are something that I really remember from my childhood. So we used to go down to San Diego and then there would be these big nurseries and they would have these huge hanging pots of fuchsias. So I've always wanted to have fuchsias, but I always let them dry out. Out. and so maybe one day we'll have something where there's a big hanging basket of these beautiful blooms but it's something that I haven't been able to carry out but I, I still hope it's definitely a memory it makes me think of my mom who passed away already so maybe we'll go back and revisit that I know there's a nursery h and h nursery in Lakewood and then they have some pretty good fuchsia baskets so maybe I'll, I'll look into that geraniums hollies hydrangeas again are listed lilacs lilacs are something that's very special that you you can get in southern california there is a garden which is the what's it called visconso gardens that's what it is visconso gardens has a lilac sale so this may be a time that i can take a look and see when that's going to happen i think it's springtime though marguerites mock oranges mums and frobenia and these are the kind of things when you're looking at these lists if they're not perfect for this time you can start to put them on your wish lists and have a calendar so that you're always going back and thinking okay this is when i buy my dormant fruit trees this is when I buy the lilacs this is when I buy x y and z or put in the orders for these types of seeds because I did try to look for some seeds that were already out of stock so I need to put that on my list of things to have ordered in fall I'll, I'll make that list and then we can take a look at it together later all right I hope that you get to grow plant do something wonderful for july because this is a great time to get in the garden but make sure that you have some sunscreen on or wear a hat wear some sunglasses protect yourself while you're out there make sure you're hydrating and getting enough water so you don't get heat stroke out there and if you can try to water early in the morning also do a lot of your gardening if you can before 7 a.m and then you'll be able to enjoy the rest of the day and yeah Go out there and grow. Remember to subscribe to the Living the Urban Farmer Life podcast so you can grow what you know about growing food and caring for your furry and feathered friends. You can also find us on YouTube and Facebook as The Urban Farmer Life and at urbanfarmerlife.com for posts and links to help you be successful on your own urban farm. Now go out there and grow something. that was all the vegetables that you can grow during july also a lot of things that you can start transplanting including different types of flowers that can really make your garden look beautiful so i hope you're going out there and growing something and again make sure you're careful out there it's a really hot time of the year so want to make sure that you are hydrating and taking care of yourself i did also want to just mention in case we talk about all these different like guides life isn't perfect i just want to admit that to a garden fail, an urban farmer fail for sure, which is I bought all of these different little tomato plants. I paid a lot of money for them. I planted them in the chicken run thinking that, wow, this area would be really well fertilized. And if as long as I could protect them, they would do really well and it would take up some space and give them some shade. And of course, the little protection that I put up for them was not enough. The chickens jumped past the little walls I made and ate the little tomato plants to little nubs. And so there's about $20 worth of tomatoes that are just inside a chicken's tummy. And they're supposed to be poisonous for chickens, I think, or at least makes them sick. But I can't tell that they are bothered one little bit by eating those tomato plants. So if things aren't working out perfectly, don't worry. Every little fail is just a lesson learned. And I hope you're going out there and growing and planting something. All right, bye. Bye. Thank you for joining me on the Living the Urban Farmer Life Journal podcast. I hope you're having fun growing what you know, caring for your soil, and your furry and feathered farm friends.